Hey fans, thank you for tuning in to this replay of Twitter Spaces USA Rugby Happy Hour Live. This is the second half of the show. If you haven't done so already, be sure to check out the first half with our amazing guest. You can do that and listen to previous shows here on the USA Rugby Happy Hour Live podcast on your favorite podcast player. Now, on to our next guest. All right, uh, that was that was a really fun first 34 minutes of the show. But, you know, Fitzy, let's get right into the next guest. There's another person sitting in one of our happy, uh, happy hour green rooms. Uh, but this is the West Coast happy hour green room, all right? This is, this is the fancy one. This has the nice trees, the flowers and stuff in the room. Nothing against the New England, you know, happy hour green room, but this is nice. This one's stocked, I think, with amber ales from Kings and Convicts Brewing and, and a buffet supplied by Bulls Smoke and Barbecue. Man, I want to go there now just to just enjoy that. So with that said, hopefully his fingers are clean from all the sauce. Let's welcome San Diego Legion Center, Marcel Brocky. Marcel, how are you? Good, thanks, James. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, thanks for coming on again, man. You're uh, second time on this show, and I've interviewed a couple other times with Eagle Eye. Uh, it, it's been a bit. How are you? How are you settling into San Diego? Yeah, it's been um, it's been pretty good. We um, sort of arrived around the back end of uh, December and um, did a little bit of uh, work uh, through that period, and then you know hit the ground running from the beginning of January, like most teams. And um, yeah, it's been you know a lot to take in but obviously you know now the season's here we're very excited and yeah obviously just super amped for everyone who's enjoying uh the mlr for its sixth installment and um yeah. obviously a fresh start for us which is also great now you're probably t- i mentioned this with uh with john Poland. you're probably tired of the perfect weather and miles of beaches by now right <laughs> <laughs> oh, you laugh. Um, I was actually hearing John speak about hopefully getting to the beaches and whatnot, but yeah, the weather actually just taking a pretty weird turn over the last few days with, you know, wind and, you know, intermittent showers. Um, so um, I, I know New England at this time of year is a little bit cold. So, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure that they be, wouldn't be too far from home with regards to noticing that as they come over. Well, I, I think there's a blizzard possibly moving through in the next day or two, so hopefully they get their plane off the ground in time. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, Shane, but yeah, yeah, we have till Sunday. Uh, are you okay? Are you um, are you settled as far as the 49ers not making it to the Super Bowl this year? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Is he gonna hang up on me? <laughs> Yeah, we've lost Marcel. He's gone. It's probably, yeah. I, I probably haven't. Fo- I definitely haven't followed as much as I should. You know, I, I'm not as as big a Niners fan as you know, say Jamison fan or Schultz or yeah. Marty Puffoletti or Vita Tamilau. But um, it certainly was um, easy enough to jump on a bandwagon, um, you know, and uh, sort of just ride their their wave through and just see how they go. But um, yeah, I guess another year for the for the Niners to sort of you know contemplate what life will be like to try and get that. Uh, I think it's sixth chip that they're looking for or seventh. So mm. um, on to twenty twenty four, I guess. I guess. All right, so let's move on to um, last week's victory over Utah, thirty three seventeen. Seemed like a pretty well balanced early season win for the team. Other than you know obviously scoring more points than the other team to win, what were the keys going into that match to win that game? Um, yeah, I think really just to um, lay a foundation. Um, you know, there was, it was obviously a big week, as everyone knows, you know, with the new stadium and mm-hmm. um, essentially a, a fresh start for, uh, San, for, Cal- for San Diego rugby. 
uh, not just the Legion, but, you know, the entire rugby community, um, I think, was building up to how exciting this moment was for for the entire organization. And for someone who's only been a part of it for a minute, you know, I could even sense the height of expectation. So it was really just about embracing that week and, and going into a game against a very, um, a very physical um, and, if you're not careful, very dangerous uh, Utah side. So uh, we just took it as it came through the week. And, yeah, ultimately we were fortunate that, you know, things went our way early doors and uh, defense was able to sort of just hold off um, with a possible late comeback as Utah. So mm-hmm. I'm accustomed to um, in those situations. So, um, yeah, just just obviously, as I said, you know, an amazing occasion to be a part of and, and thankfully that we got a win and, and with a bonus point as well. And I may have missed it, but were there any good collisions with – you and USA Eagle teammate Paula CK, or maybe a full like bull ring kind of moves like Ole, let him go. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, th- I think the less the better in my case. <laughs> uh, so, so um, you know, I'm, I, I try and uh, try and you know do as much of your man, your man as, as I can. Until the, the moment comes and you just sort of shut your eyes and um, sort of just you know pray and hope that the big man decides that you know today's the day that he'll let the stick just sort of trip him up. So. Um, you know, thankfully enough, it was um, it was a situation where I had some uh, more competent tacklers on the inside of me dealing with that. And you know, <laughs> I think I might have seen Paul at the bottom of a ruck once. So that that's a positive day for my defense, that's for sure. <laughs> Marcel, there were some uh, strong individual performances <clears throat> from your teammates. Just to name a few: Malolo, Osberger, Henderson. All had some some strong games. Also, those three were selected to the MLR Week One Team of the Week. Um, but who else can you point to that had had a strong match? Perhaps any players off the bench, even. Um, yeah, I thought you know you, you look across the board. You know, you, you, we always set a foundation of our pack, and you know, again, our pack was excellent with regards to you know the, the general set piece and getting around. Um, Blake Cowan, our skipper, leads from for leads from the front. He's a, you know very inspiring individual to to follow. Um, Tupo at eight was, um, you know, very exciting. You know, he's, he's a, an exciting young talent, which I think uh, will, will certainly be shown within the USMLR this year. Um, I thought Richard Judd was excellent around the park as well. Um, he gets through a ton of work. And, um, you know, our bench players came off and, and ultimately they, um, you know, just closed out the game uh, for us as well. Chris Bowman in the scrum along with DJ. Um, and Shiloh Klein, um, Will Hooley, um, pulling the strings when he came off, um, and and you know, we we pointed it out to the game, and it was it was a lot to do with the guys that weren't selected as well. You know, our non twenty three are integral part of week to week, as most teams understand, and um, you know, it, it'd be tough to, to to be you know on the other side of such a momentous occasion, an exciting occasion, you know, to be at Snapdragon for the opening game. So those guys really just put their energy into trying to make us better. So, um, you know, massive hats off to, to the non-23 as well. Right. So you got one game in the books. Um, you know, of course, it helps to have a win. But anything from last weekend's game that the team needs to work on or has been working on this week? I think as much as any other team, you know, you just want to improve as as the season continues. You know, you you can never really view yourself as a finished product. Otherwise, you know, that's the, the soonest time you're going to probably trip up. So, 
whether we we got everything right or we got nothing right against Utah, New England are a completely different uh, kettle of fish. You know, they they weren't the minor premiers of last year for no no reason. They play they're an extremely tight unit. Um, they look like they really play for each other. They have a, a really strong defense and and a hard working attack as well with some dangerous players around the park. So we had to just flush last week as quickly as possible. And and you know. Like I said, you know, there were some good things, but it's not, you know, we, we're we definitely not seeing it as, you know, good enough for us to just, you know, say, cool, we've got that covered. Let's move into something different. You, you just want to get better at the things that you're already doing okay um, or doing well at and, and keep improving on that as, you know, as weeks go by and you just change up, you know, with your opposition and, and see what you're facing this week. And, and you know that you have to get better each week as, as more footage and, and the season goes along. You know, you just touched on the Free Jacks. Let's let's jump over there. You, you know, obviously they, they were the top team in the East last year. Um, you know, they had the streak and they won their first game, as you know, as you did as well. But they're a very tough defensive team. You know, there's no reason to be to, to believe they won't be again this Sunday against you guys. So I mentioned a minute ago about you, you know, going up against Paul Sique. But how do you handle these fast physical tackle tacklers? You know they're, they're they're quick off the ball. You know they're they're in your face quick. You know what's the key there for the team to have clean ball to teammates uh, with that kind of pressure? You know I think it's there's numerous aspects to defense. You know, and, but the you know obviously your foundation is you know rugby is a collision sport. You know, it's 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 one of the hot topics at the moment and. You know, I speak from watching the game and playing it as a young kid. It's, you know, ultimately one of the fun things about the sport. And as fun as it is, it's also the meeting point of where the game's won. So I think in much the same vein that the Free Jacks view it, it's, you know, if you can win around the collision and the breakdown area, you know, you go a long way to to putting yourself in a good position to um, possibly come up with, with the chocolate. So, um, you know, there, there certainly are threats around the park um, for New England and, and, and the facets and the way that they play. So it's it's up to us to, to certainly nullify that in, in certain areas and certain ways and in much the in much the way that, you know, I think that they view it, you know, if you can if you can sort of get a good arm wrestle and, and win a couple of more moments around that contact area, then like I said, you know, you you you're starting to, to put the needle in your favor. You talked a little bit about a park. Let's talk about your park, right? Snapdragon Stadium, MLR crowd record, 11,423 fans. I mean, I think leading up to the game, I saw all that drone footage, that slow-mo drone footage. It's super cool. Dallin might actually have been behind the remote on that one. But um, you know, you've certainly played in front of crowds that large before. But what impact does an MLR crowd have on the team down on the pitch? Can you guys hear it and feel it? Oh, certainly so. Um, you know, this is it's certainly a height of expectation that sort of adds to that whole flavor and that whole feel and the whole atmosphere of it. Um, you you sense the excitement of of everyone around. You know, from the the fans to the security guards, even were were amped about it, um, which was really exciting and awesome to see. And then you see the kids and how excited they are, and you understand that it's. You know, the, it's it's much bigger than it's much bigger than us. You know, it's it's the it's essentially the 
the growth of the game right in front of you for 80 minutes of, you know, fans and, and more importantly, like the young community, rugby community sees, you know, sees this game just coming to light in, in an unbelievable state-of-the-art stadium. So, yeah, it was it, it was an awesome game and an awesome experience. And, um, and I think that it's awesome for the MLR. I mean, I just, you know... Hats off to Tom Kingley as well. I, I just saw him upload a photo of what you know they've done at the Free Jacks venue. I haven't been lucky enough to play there, but I've heard that the experience is incredible. And now, obviously, they've they've done enormous work to try and make it a rugby specific looking field, which is incredible as well. And kudos to them because now that the you know it actually it, it is a rugby specific looking field, you know the the entire atmosphere changes for for fans and, and spectators alike. So. The MLR is growing, and, and you know, for an MLR game, you know, to have 11,500 11, was just really special, and you know, for the reasons that I mentioned before. So, Marcel, let's talk about the team a little more. Um, you know, you're quite familiar with many of your club teammates, obviously, with Will, Oxberger, Teo, Matthias, KP's brother, of course. Uh, and you reconnected with your former Force teammate, Luke Burton. You know, and then, you know, I'm going on here, and then there's, you know, this veteran center combination with you and Maanoto which excites me as a fan, obviously. Uh, talk about the makeup of this team, you know, what makes it special, you know, and, and also, you know, when you were joining the Legion, did that possibility of playing alongside someone like Ma pique your interest? Yeah, look, it's like you, you mentioned some incredible human beings and rugby players mm-hmm. around the field and um, just truly like, Legends of the game and they're in their own rights. I mean, Ma, Ma writes his own script, you know, with regards to the um, incredible achievements that he's made. But, you know, I look at someone like Ned Augsburger and Will Hooley and I see them, you know, similar lights, you know. They they may not have the accolades in it, you know, that Ma does, but, man, they, they put in as much work on the daily as he does. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it's it's truly special to to sort of share the field with them again. Um, because obviously uh, we got to share the field as Eagles, but you know, as club teammates, you you get to you know obviously be with them day in and day out, which is awesome. Um, and I think what really attracted me to San Diego was, I mean, obviously not going to lie, our family is we we love a bit of coastal time, and you mm-hmm. know, San Diego <laughs> happened to obviously be there, so that's one. Um, one one of the the main pools, but I think you know when I I, I obviously know I'm, I'm getting on a little bit, so I know that each day you know you have to check in, you have to compete, and you have to compete at the highest level. And I think San Diego recruited um, incredibly well in the off season to make it that type of environment on the daily. Um, and I think that that drives you to be better than you were the day before, and that way it drives the competition within the site so much so that it's it, it, it would be incredibly tough to choose a 23 each weekend. And, and that yeah. only drives competition and that drives standard. And with that standard drives expectation. And then, you know, the, the rest follows. So, you know, for those reasons along, you know, with the incredible honor of sharing the field with some, some giants of, you know, the U S and international game, yeah, I'm just I'm just very very grateful to uh, to the Legion for offering me a opportunity to come here. 
First of all, I wanted to ask about, um, speaking of fellow Eagles, um, Ryan Mattias, who just became, I think, the 26th player in MLR to reach 50 caps in the league, which is uh, impressive. Um, other than being an all-around good guy, what does his experience in, in leadership mean to the team? Um, he just, he brings a, a, you know, for someone who's been in the San Diego region for so long, Ryan brings an expectation of what it means to be a legionnaire. Um, and to be a member of San Diego Legion. And it's, I think you can easily get caught up all the great things about the Legion, but Ryan will quickly remind you about what it wasn't when he started. And um, and Nate can attest to it. Otto can attest to it. Chris Terori can attest to it. Nate Sylvia. And that's not to say that like, the club was a shambles. You know, it's just... I think they just have seen where they've come from and, and so is Ryan and so is Darren. I just felt like Saturday was such a special and incredibly, I don't know, like fortuitous occasion for Ryan to run off his 50th MLR appearance for one club at Snapdragon, which is basically, you know, going to be hopefully the, like a, one of the cities to, or stadiums to host World Rugby World Cup games. Um, and you know to see for him to see where that legion has come from to where they are come this past Saturday night and to earn his fiftieth was it just showed how much it the club means to him and therefore we have a responsibility to uphold that standard along with Ryan um, not to just watch him and and sort of learn from him but to sort of walk alongside him as you know he he shows on the daily what it means to be a legionnaire. And I think that that's, that speaks volumes of the man and, and obviously what the club means to him and what it should mean to everyone who puts the jersey on. No, I love that. It's all about kind of the, the legacy the one, one hopes they leave <laughs> changing gears here a little bit. Uh, jerseys. Let's talk about that for a second. New look this year. I think they all look pretty cool with the Kings and convicts logo and the helmet on the side. Kings and Convicts, for those who don't know, is the local brewery there, one of the local breweries there in San Diego, the beer sponsor. But do the players get a credit with Kings and Convicts? Do they do they send all the players like a six pack every week? Um, there's a listener on you by the name of William Hooley. I'm I'm pretty sure that you know, he'd be the, he'd be you know the person to speak with regards to that. You know, I just work there. You know, world of the South social coordinator and, and all around, uh, you know, language interpreter for for those who speak the lesser English. So, um, you know, so I, I think I'm sure Will could uh, probably contribute with regards to what our our deal is with Kings and Convicts. <laughs> and Will, since you're listening, um, I, I I will not be sleeping on your couch this weekend. I'm not making the trip anyway. Uh, <laughs> Uh, you know what? With that said, I, I think someone wants to comment on on this last comment. Let's <laughs> let's get this up. let's get this young kid Will up. Hey, Will. <laughs> Guys, how you doing? Great to hear uh, everything that's been going on. I didn't want to butt in, but um, Marcel was beat. He's six drinks. He's six drinks in it at Kings and <laughs> yeah. right now. <laughs> they, they've just they, they've just paid me my daily rate, and I've just picked up the check. So um, it's weird. Not all the boys have that going for them. But anyway, um, look. <laughs> it's um, it's great to hear Marcel. I just wanted to ask a quick question since we're on the topic of drink. Mar- Marcel, <laughs> and, and actually John uh, mentioned, I heard him talk about coffee. I just wanted to hear Marcel's uh, thoughts on the coffee here in, in San Diego. Maybe you can give listeners uh, a bit of a thought as to what his, his favorite spot is in the North County area of uh, San Diego. I think Will's probably 
team me up here to just say thanks <laughs> to him for showing me most of you know the some, most of the the joints around here. But um, for John and for the rest of the New England boys, he'd probably be down around the city area. So there's you know there's plenty of spots I'm sure, but up here in the North County. Um, you know, I we we go to H the, the headquarters, otherwise known as Steady State, which Will has been so kind to introduce me to. We go to Lofty, which Will was so kind to introduce me to. Bird Rock, as said before, Will introduced me to. Um, you know, Will loves to mix it up and you know get these large flat whites and whatnot. But you know, I try to tell him, listen, if you don't. If they're asking you, <laughs> Mitch Wilson actually, John told me this that if they're asking you what size flat white you want, just walk out the door because uh, there's no such thing as a size of flat white. You just get it as it comes. So, um, <laughs> yeah, look, it's, uh, we're very fortunate, and yeah, just just uh, enjoy my time with Will as he shows me around the the hood, as they say. <laughs> what, what I do want to say, Bill, just quickly is uh, yeah. Marcel, Marcel's been incredibly humble. He's, he's, it's great to have him within this team. I think uh, if USA Rugby are listening in, if there's a potential coach in the future that they uh, are thinking about hiring, hey. then uh, I think within maybe even, I know Marcy's keen with the youth system, but um, yeah, his experience, his knowledge, and just all around uh, top guy behavior is uh, very welcome at the Legion, put it that way. I'll be sending nice. a Kings and Convicts six back your way, Will, for that. Time. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like Will is is butting you up for something. He's got another question for you, but he's not. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I'm done. I, I'm, I enjoyed listening to to both the guys earlier, and um, and yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good game on the weekend, I'm sure. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, since Will's here, and and Will, you don't need to answer this at all. Will has that spectacular blonde hairdo, and, and Marcel. We've talked about this before. You've had some spectacular heritage, like John McEnroe type stuff years ago with the Western Force and all that stuff. But now you're teammates with Chris Bauman. I mean, his hair has always been a thing of flowing beauty, kind of like uh, Kyle Shakira from the Free Jacks as well. Like these two may go head to head this weekend, which could be, I don't know, a lot of gel hitting each other. I don't know. Um, is it possible we can see you in a mullet one day when it's not Halloween, maybe? <laughs> Are you talking about Bode? As a, yes, uh, I am. Bowman. Yes, Bowman. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, yeah. I feel like I, I don't think it's too far from Bo's reach. I think he's, you know, he's probably just he's got he's obviously going through a little bit of a, a phase at the moment with his hair, and you know, he's decided to keep it short. But you know, as long as he's as he's scramming the way he is, I'm not going to argue with it or ask him to change oh. anything. Yeah. No, not at all. Yeah, <laughs> let him do what he does. Uh, we we mentioned um, former uh, Force teammate uh, Luke Burton earlier. Um, but one of our guests last week, AJ uh, Alatimu, was also uh, a former teammate of yours with the Force. Um, he was labeled the unofficial Joker and dance-off leader. Does that bother you? Did he try to take away your post-game thunder? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, the juice, yeah, the juice has got his own spice, and you know, once he starts getting it going, you know, you don't actually, you don't mess with it. Um, so. <laughs> I'm gonna let him have that. You know, I'll have a conversation when we will hopefully uh, see each other later in the season, and we can uh, finally settle that once and for all. <laughs> well, so Marcel, I've got to ask: has has the post game song in the locker room tradition is that carried over into San Diego? And then, what was the first song played after the win over Utah? 
Oh no, we we've got a um, an internal song which is you know uh, which is awesome and and, and very much um, based around our our, our team and, and you know what we're about. So um, you know it's it's a it's a different makeup here and a different vibe like like every team. So um, I'm I'm just stoked to be a part of it and and I thought it went you know I thought it was such a such an awesome way to finish the, the game last weekend. You know, let me um, let's go the other direction really quick here. We got you for a couple more minutes here. Uh, I want to talk USA rugby for a second, but you know what? Honestly, I don't want to talk repiage. I want to talk last year. I, I would just, I think we all just want to move on and get better. Um, are you uh, familiar with? You know, you, I think you, I think Scott Lawrence was uh, an assistant at some point with you as well with USA. Um, do you have much experience with Scott? And if so, uh, you know, what can you say about him and what can he bring to the program? Couldn't speak more highly of the man. Um, and the coach, um, someone I respect highly, um, and someone I think is of true, true value to this organization and this this team. And I think I certainly feel that right now there's no person I'd put my trust in more as a USA player, fan, ex Eagle. I, I I could I, I couldn't speak more highly of him. I just know that the right man's in the right place at the moment so yeah mm-hmm. now years ago and we're gonna i'm gonna finish we got two more for you one for me and fitz has got one too la sevens this saturday uh any chance you're gonna drive up the coast you know in the old days when i heard a tournament whatever in the summer i might go and try to scab for a team hey you guys need a player any chance we'll find you walking around the pitch saying hey you guys need a player <laughs> um i am uh still in bits from uh, Saturday night and the <laughs> Jacks are coming red hot uh, Snapdragon so I'm probably going to just be 10 toes up um, just trying to just make sure that I'm um, yeah. as close to fighting fit for selection as I can be um, <laughs> but yeah I'm sending my best to everyone um, go Eagles um, this weekend well, actually do we, I think we have one more uh, guest question do we want to kick it over to David at Scrum the Earth oh yeah let's do that real quick Hey, how are you? Uh, Marcel, great to meet you. I'm David. Uh, thanks for taking my question. Just wondering, uh, the Western Force, Super Rugby kicks off in just a couple of days. Uh, how are Western Force going to do this year? Uh, David, nice to speak with you too. Um, yeah, very interested myself. Um, I think there was a high player turnover at the end of last season. Um, fresh faces in both the playing and the coaching department. Um uh, I think they hired extremely well in terms of um, athletic performance as well. Um, they got a guy by the name of Simon Thomas who I've worked with previously and he's one of the best in the business. So, you know, to be fair, I think that it would be, I wouldn't be surprised if they had said that they were expecting just to sort of get their feet back in and get the team cohesion up as the season goes by. But, they, you know, they're speaking very, positively about the season and what they're looking to achieve this year, which I think is bold, but I love that. Um, so I'm really excited to see them go this Sunday against the Rebels. It's always a, a, I'm very excited just for Super Rugby in general. I think I've, I've sort of forgotten about Super Rugby because there is such a break between um, the season um, that you forget about the intensity and the skill and the physicality of that competition. So I'm super excited for it in general and, and, and and wishing you know the force and, and everyone involved there uh, all the best for this fresh start. I can't wait. I think that's a winnable game. 
Yeah, look, I, I, I think, yeah, I, I think it's it's dangerous. Every team is dangerous, especially with the opening rounds. And, you know, when you go to Melbourne, who are also rebuilding, I think, yeah, it, it, it'd be a great way for us to get points on the board. And um, especially in a way when, you know, only builds confidence for the team um, throughout the season. Thank you, my friend. Cheers, David. All right. All right, Fitz, you want to close it out for us? Yeah, sure. I was going to ask um, Marcella if he's a if he's a if he fancies himself a surfer and if he knows all the best surfing spots in San Diego. I've uh, I'm not a surfer, just plain and simple. Um, it is certainly something that I will probably pass information on through via our surfing community of Blair Cowan, Luke Burton, uh, uh, Dan Pryor and Tom Franklin who are yeah. quality surfers in their own right um, but yeah certainly something that maybe in the off season I'll pick up and uh, yeah definitely will be working on my push ups because I'll be getting on my board far more than I'll be standing up so <laughs> uh, yeah that, that'll be something once, uh, once the season finishes I think well just always remember punch a shark in the nose or I think they have shark spray or something. I don't know. I, I don't trust me. Uh, <laughs> trying to get in the water will not keep me out. So. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Marcel, man, always, always a pleasure to talk to you. Um, thank you so much for joining us. Good luck this weekend and good luck the rest of the season. Cheers, guys. Thanks so much. And, you know, thanks so much for always all that you do within the USA Rugby and USMLR. Space. I think you know it's guys like you and and you know everyone involved in the community appreciates all that you do and and I'm certainly one of those people. So um, we we only want the best for the game and and certainly the MLR and the Eagles and yeah. Uh, thanks so, again. Yeah, thank you. And special thanks also to John Poland, Dallin Stanford, our listeners, and that young rugby player from from England, uh, Will Will Hooley, I think his white name was. Uh, thanks for coming in for questions. And thank everybody so much for joining us tonight. Um, stay tuned this next week here uh, for our guest announcements for next Wednesday. But please get out, watch the MLR games, go see a game this weekend. Have a great weekend, everybody. Mm-hmm.